about what we give our time, attention, and love. We enjoy sharing and following friends, family, colleagues, and inspirational leaders aligned with our passions and interests in a hyper-connected world. We're all about tribes. We join tribes that speak to us and align with our vibe. In Tribe Goals, we share time with key lifestyle and industry change makers as they share some of their inspirations, thinking, and flow with their communities. We'll see how they started and grew their tribe, as well as which they have joined and how that has fueled them. I'm your host, Kimmy Smith, and we'll navigate our favorites in our show, Tribe Goals. On today's episode of Tribe Goals, we're talking about pushing boundaries and standing in our truth to showcase our authentic selves. So we're excited that we had this conversation with two-time Team USA Olympic foil fencing bronze medalist world champion, model and ambassador, Miles Chamley Watson, who was in the November issue number 71 of Athleisure Mac. He talks to us about how he got in the sport of fencing, what made him realize that this was something that he could do professionally, how he has blazed his own path and his focus on growing the sport by bringing it into the mainstream, while also empowering children to bring them into the sport. We also talk about how he continues to create a multifaceted brand that incorporates the sport, his interest in fashion and ambassadorships that are synergistic with his brand. We chat about his latest partnership and documentary with Bearing Foods, a plant-based brand. Miles also gives us insight on how he trains as an athlete each day. did you fall in love with fencing and when did you realize that you know you wanted to go pro and do this as a career so um i was born in london and london was kind of playing football or cricket or rugby and moved to new york when i was 11 and i was kind of a pain in the butt kid <laughs> so as punishment i had to pick up tennis fencing or badminton Hmm. Um, and you know, I ended up picking up fencing like right away. And I was like, wait, I can I can like stab people and not get into trouble. Like, this is awesome. <laughs> so I would say 12 years old, fell in love with it, and I never looked back. Wow. I mean, as a kid, I played badminton, and wow. um, it's a hard one too. It is a hard one, and and I didn't like it, but you do it at every family function. <laughs> yep. And then it gets intense. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's this little thing, and it's like, oh my god, this is this is tough. Um, but I can definitely appreciate, um, you know, you taking on something like that. And you're a two-time Olympic champion, and you've received a medal, and you've won a number of world championships. You know, can you tell our readers who aren't familiar with foil fencing what is it? You know, what's involved with it, and how do you win? Okay, so key is to hit the person and not get hit back. Sounds easy, but it's first to fifteen points, mm-hmm. and it's three three-minute periods. So wow. that can be anywhere from 10 minutes to 30 minutes, depending on your fencing style. I'm very offensive, so my matches don't go longer than, say, 15 minutes or so. Wow. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a quick one. Almost as sorry, DD, that I have the patience. So <laughs> I'm more aggressive. So yeah, it's first 15 points, then there's like right of way action. So if there's two lights, mm-hmm. then it has to. And then the, the, the referee will look in the video machine and see kind of who hit the person a little bit earlier. And my goal is to kind of simplify the sport so it's easier for the audience to understand. Yeah. I think that's like one of, one of the big reasons why it's not on TV is because it's kind of hard to understand. Um, so not only bring more visibility into it, doing stuff like this, mm-hmm. but also kind of trying to simplify the rules a little bit. That's interesting. A couple of years ago, we had... Um Dagmara Wozniak as our cover 
So we actually oh. went to the Manhattan Center. And when I saw the lanes and kind of understood everything a little bit, because like you said, I have seen it on TV multiple times, but it seems like such big spaces and seeing it like pared down so I could understand like the one, two, three of it. It was really intense to watch that. Yeah. So... And that's 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 favorite too. So mine, yep. so mine's like a little bit more. Well, that's why I said the fencing, yep, or the the foil, because um, I know that there are different disciplines. Um, you know, when you think about fencing, it is powerful and it's a really elegant sport. What are your workouts like in terms of what you do physically and also mentally to prepare for the sport? So I'm lucky where you know um, one of my sponsors, Red Buzz facility here in LA, mm-hmm. and uh, in an hour I'm actually gonna go. So we start up in the morning with like I do meditation now. In generally, mm-hmm. in the morning, then we go to the gym and we do fitness. So today's Wednesday, it'll be like explosive work. So it'll be cleans, deadlift, um, running, sprint, and then after that, we'll go into fencing. And then if I'm filling it up, we're then go to sparring. So it's, now I'm learning that everybody's good at a certain point, right? Yep. But then how do you get to that point of being the best? And I think that's the mental aspect. So that's a lot of like reaction training, um, general name manifestation. So those things we've incorporated into my routine every day as well. So full-time job. Yeah. So about how long would you say daily are you doing these things in terms of like blocks of time? So I'd say um, traveling along 30 minutes, have a cup of coffee or tea outside in the balcony. Then I go to the gym, which is like, ends up being three hours because it's cool down, warm up for 45 minutes, and then actually work out like an hour and a half. Wow. Then I eat, come home, do, um, relax for an hour, do some work meetings. Like this. <laughs> and, I, and, and then I go fencing for about three and a half, four hours. Wow. So... And all in all, I'd say six and a half, seven hours, so it's full time. Wow. How um, does nutrition and foods play into, you know, maintaining your physique, but also helping you in your sport and just your lifestyle in general? So, my nutritionist, Kristen Bell, has told me the importance of nutrition. Like, I didn't really care what I ate before, sleeping. It's a whole, it's a whole game changer for me. So, I actually just got my blood test back. Oh. Um, and, yeah. I'm going to load all these things. I have to eat, like, random things. Like, I have to eat coconut more. I have to eat the white part of watermelon. It's really weird, yeah. But now I'm noticing, yeah, the importance of nutrition. It's so important. Knowing what's in your body, knowing how it fuels you. So try and keep a healthy diet. Well, you've partnered with Daring Foods and have a pretty exciting documentary that actually is out today. Um, Tell me about Daring Foods and how did this partnership come about? Yeah, yeah, I'm so excited. Um, I actually, I've actually knew about daring for a while. I'm trying to like, like incorporate incorporate some plant-based things with my diet as well. Mm-hmm. To have a kind of a well-balanced diet, yep. you know, not just vegan or plant-based. I kind of like to incorporate both. And I love the product; tastes good. And the ingredients didn't didn't make my stomach kind of rumble because nowadays there's so many companies that are kind of saturated in the industry. And you know, I was lucky enough to love the product before I even got to meet Ross and the daring team, and it was a perfect match because you know they're disrupting a space that's been around for years. I'm doing the same on my. Sport. Mm-hmm. And it was literally just the most organic relationship that's fostered into this campaign. And you can tell that it's, we're speaking, and it's kind of more powerful campaign. We're speaking to, to kind of just challenging yourself and, and, and making daring moves and pushing the boundaries and pushing the limits, which is what I'm all about, and it's what they're all about. So it was lovely to, to kind of like the product for meeting any of them. And then meeting them was a cherry on top, and it's been an old family now. And how was it participating in daring moves? Oh, it was, it was phenomenal. It was <laughs> Amazing. Molly, uh, that directed it was oh, incredible. Literally the entire team 
was so professional. Mm -hmm. um, and it was one of the most um, creative and like just fulfilling projects and campaigns that I've done in a long time. Wow. It's something bigger than just me. And I think, you know, inspiring people and, and just the message of being daring is I think everybody in a walk of life can kind of understand. In your job, my job, I think it's just yep. an important characteristic to have. So literally a match made in heaven. Oh, that's an awesome. Will you be involved in anything else with Daring Foods that we should keep our eye out for? Like, what are the different things that we can see the two of you doing? I mean, I think this is just the beginning uh, of a beautiful relationship. I think now is great to kind of get this message out, this campaign out. Uh, but I think we'll be doing a lot of stuff together because I love the product, mm -hmm. love the people, and I love that messaging overall. Uh, I think it's powerful. And uh, definitely be on the lookout for more. This is just the beginning. That's fun. And, you know, as an athlete, how do you find that balance between eating the foods that are good for you and then also enjoying splurge foods as well? So I think that's the best thing about having a happy balance, right? Happy medium. Mm -hmm. So I incorporate, you know, some of the vegan, non-dairy products. I eat dairy literally for lunch. Mm -hmm. And I incorporate just having like, you know, some meat here, some meats here in there. Um, my diet also allows me to have cheese. Um, so I, I think it's important. I love sweets. I love candy. <laughs> and, uh, I'm never going to, and that has, I can never be vegan, fully vegan for that reason. Because I just love it. <laughs> You're like, I love it. <laughs> and I'm sorry, I'm never going to, never going to stop that. But I think it's important to have like a balanced diet, right? And I want yeah. to be healthy. So I, I think people ask me, are you vegan? Are you not vegan? I think I eat a very healthy, balanced diet. Mm -hmm. So I incorporate meat with non-meat with kind of just what works for my body. But I think it's important to, to not have the highest intake of, of meat products. I think it's good to have balance. Mm -hmm. I think that's the healthiest part is having, you know, your cake and eating it too. Which is awesome. Well, in preparing to talk with you, um, I really loved looking at just your background in terms of, you know, you are an athlete, an ambassador, you've modeled for fashion brands. Um, you know, how important is it for you to be able to continue to push boundaries and to represent yourself the way you want to be represented? and to engage with these brands in all of these different ways. I think doing work with the company brings a new audience in for me too, yep. which also fulfills another passion of mine, right? I, don't, mm -hmm. I never want to be in a box. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm a professional fencer, yes, but I think I've been able to branch out and get a lot of endorsements, get a lot of sponsorship, just because I think everything I do, I do with love, and I don't work with brands I don't believe in, and I've always been a firm believer of not saturating yourself and your brand and doing things that you love. Mm -hmm. I'm able to kind of build my brand just being myself and organic. I think that's that's what's transferable. You can see people who do things and it's forced, but yeah, I always love to keep it organic and natural and just keep growing, you know, doing more modeling stuff, giving you a new audience, getting more sponsorship, doing these things. And I think I'm in a very interesting sport that I have the ability to change on my own, but mm -hmm. working with companies like this help grow the sport just organically. Yeah. One of the things I love is like the fashion element of you. I mean, you're a stylish guy. You have these oh, awesome, yeah. <laughs> you have these awesome tattoos. Um, but I really love how, you know, you're at Met Gala, you're sitting front row at Fashion Week. You've worked with Todd Snyder and all these different things. What is it about fashion that you love so much? And I say this because, you know, in addition to being the co-founder of Athleisure Mag, I'm also a celebrity fashion stylist. So being able to step into those worlds and kind of navigate things is really fun to kind of leave your creativity. I think you said it probably I think creativity and just fashion is the one world where you can literally wear whatever you want yep. and it's subjective. 
Yep. So you might like it, you might, you might not like it. And I think, you know, doing for fashion shows, you get this kind of rush to the difference in the general. And fashion was kind of the first world that kind of embraced me, you know. Mm-hmm. By, by the music the Met twice, you know, with Vogue and all these companies. And yep. they love, you know, the sport of fencing because it does have that fashion element to it. A lot of brands do do some of their collections based off of fencing. And I think a lot of athletes love fashion. A lot of fashion people love athletes. So I think I'm kind of in a sport which is, you know, elegant and, and kind of has that uppity aesthetic to it and I think I'm bringing a new face to it so I love fashion I think there's nothing better than putting on a, new, a fresh outfit it's yep. good <laughs> so for me that's kind of what I like to bring to my fencing uh, world too is just unique not afraid to take risks and I think I've always done it in, in the sports world and the fashion world just naturally and you recently partnered with Richard Miel which is phenomenal how did that come about and how excited are you for that dream come true I mean <laughs> it, it has it kind of it has to be like whoa like yep. you know um, but that's been it's a little surreal like seeing my wrist and uh <laughs> I think it makes sense, right? It's like I'm all about timing and precision mm-hmm. and changing the watch game and that's what they're all about and they love, you know, they love me and I love them like a family and I was able to kind of go to the wedding team and it just became an amazing relationship and when that happened, my phone exploded, you know, and it's cool to just work with companies that you love and you never think it's, it's possible and then, then you're sitting there next to them roughing it out. Mm. So, it's, you know, it's cool to like, I think, to, to, to shock yourself a little bit and be like, whoa. Yep. That. And then you're just like, and then now you're working with a company like Daring too. It's like, this, what can't you do, you know? Yep. It gives you very short and stuff. Believe in yourself and you can do anything. And you have a great mix of brands that you work with. How do you decide, okay, what makes sense to me, um, like exploring here and exploring there? Because a lot of them, as you said, they are just organic to you or things that you've been yeah. passionate about. I think it comes back from just, I don't ever second guess myself, but if I have a feeling, I go, I go with it. And I got a mm-hmm. great team too. Mm-hmm. And they know kind of who I am and my values. And I think having a great team around you makes it easier. Yeah. So I know I'm always just go with my gut, and I'm always pretty. I think pretty good at picking friends that I think align with me, and, and just natural. Well, I mean, it's almost the end of the year, which I can't even believe that. But what are are there upcoming? I mean, it's like insane. Um, are there upcoming projects we should keep an eye out on? Are you focused on various championships? Like, what's going on in Miles' world? <laughs> So I have a competition in December next month, a national. Wow. Uh, and then we go to Paris in 2022. But uh, lots of projects coming. We've got, got some really, in 2020, in 2022, we have some amazing things dropping as well. Ending the year strong. I'm just very grateful, honestly, that I get to work and do what I love during a crazy time. So yeah, definitely been a lookout. I've got lots of projects coming. Love. So can you tell yeah. me? about the Miles Chamley Watson Foundation. What is it um, and, and, you know, what is its focus? Yeah, so I wanted to empower youth through fencing, right? And I hated seeing wasted talent or kids that couldn't afford it or fencing was kind of expensive sport. So I said, all right, how do I help? And I got the ability, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful so I can use, you know, my connections to kind of help the next generation or the my generation. But I wanted to create uh, eventually an inst- a physical institution where we kind of give kids the tools to succeed in life, whether they want to go to the Olympics, whether they want to go be the next John Doe. We want to give them the wings and the to succeed through my foundation and I've got all the necessary um, needs for them and I know what it takes. I'm lucky that I was kind of able to, you know, fly through the, yep. the, the hole and be successful but no one else really gets the opportunity. 
And I'm kind of the only one who's been able to like branch out in, in America. So I thought it's my duty to give back to the kids. So that's what we launched. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's exciting. And it's also giving me another, another sense of like purpose. Yep. So uh, yeah, it's going to be awesome. So you have a mantra of create a legacy, not a moment. What does that mean? And what do you want your legacy to be in the sport as well as just your body of work in general? So Legacy Not a Moment is something that I kind of came up with in 2016 on the way to China, on the way to the Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. And I was just on a plane, just, you know, somebody left and somebody had a work on the horoscope. I think it was my train at the time. Mm-hmm. So I right, have 18 hours, it's really the same thing. So I read it and I was like, oh, wow, like this actually kind of makes sense. And I was like, oh, what's my purpose? Like, you know, I could win all these medals, but like, I was like, I don't want to create Legacy Not, not a Moment. I want to like create something that lasts forever. And I think everybody in every walk of life wants to kind of create a stamp whether that's having kids whether that's like creating the first product or whatever it might be and I think being the first is the best feeling yep and I want my legacy to be someone who changed the sport and gave kids hope and also just kind of stuck up for the kids that you know, were ADD or whatever ADHD that thought was a, a negative kind of stigma yep. and I want to change it and I want to shed light and just give kids hope that you can do anything you want mm. uh, I can win medals that, that, that's, that's easy but inspiring kids and changing lives is what makes me like be unhappy seeing kids not get pulled out of school because you know they see me and all these um whatever campaigns and brands that that to me is my legacy i know that you're energized from the insights on today's episode of tribe goals tribe goals is a member of the multimedia podcast network athleisure studio part of athleisure media and athleisure mag Make sure to follow us and to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, Himalaya, and Stitcher Premium. Visit us at athleisurestudio.com backslash tribe goals and follow us on Instagram at tribe.goals to see new episodes of Tribe Goals, as well as to see what other shows we have launched throughout our network. Tribe Goals is hosted by me, Kimmy Smith, and is executive produced by Paul Farkas and myself. Our theme music, Rough and Deep, is performed by Juggling. I'll be back with our next Tribe Goals guest. 